This is JCF of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Happy Labor Day and since it's holiday season for the months of September, October, November, and December. That means it is fall and winter holiday season. Not only that, that means that it is football season. Yes, sir. The NFL is back. And before you listen to the next prediction show coming up here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast, promotions are as follows. Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. I will use and listen to his music from time to time and he will be a part of this podcast show since the show's inception in 2019 nails by amani 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 30236 the best nail technician inside and or outside of the 285 perimeter in Atlanta, Georgia. You can check out the missus. She has shopneolife.com forward slash forest health. That is F-O-R-R-E-S-T and the word health spelled correctly. You can check her out as well at heavenlyhairbrand.com. Forest crafts and custom designs. And if you want any information about heavenlyhairbrand.com, you can check her out. Info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. I am on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Profits underscore Picks. I'm on Instagram, at the Profits Picks 2019. You can find me on YouTube, Amazon, Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, because Stitcher is no longer in existence. You can find me literally all over the place. Everybody stay safe out there and stay tuned. Will I be picking your team to win next? Let's find out. Another weekday afternoon, another lunch hour here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. It is Tuesday, October the 3rd, 2023, and good afternoon. Welcome back to yet another primetime results show. This is the Monday Night Football results show. Monday Night Football, the Results And on last night, my prediction was the Seattle Seahawks defeating the New York football Giants with a final score of 28 to, I believe it was 28 to 3. Let me look at my paperwork just to confirm. And actually, no, I gave the New York Giants more than three points. As a matter of fact, I predicted on last week in the prediction show that it would be a victory of 28 to 18. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that prediction show was done uh, last Friday afternoon as that was the last of the prediction shows that needed to be completed after, of course, the Thursday night football results show. And with that being said, good afternoon. Once again, this is the COO, CEO, CFO, all of those ownership acronyms of the Profits Picks Football Podcast Show. This is once again the lunch hour, and it is approximately 2.44 p.m. Atlantic Eastern. 
Eastern Standard Time. Hope everybody is having an absolutely wonderful uh, Tuesday up until this point. And as of right now, it is 1.44 p.m. where I am, where I live, and that is the central time zone. And that is uh, the beautiful state of Texas, the beautiful but wet and rainy, which is good because that means it's not as hot outside right now even though I don't work outside but raining for the majority of the day thus far was raining this morning before I started working and it is raining now uh, harder at some points in time during this day than it has others and right now it's probably about in between it's in between raining really hard and uh, drizzling and uh, with that being said 1:45 p.m. here good afternoon Welcome back to yet another results show here on the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show. This is Monday Night Football, the results. It is 12.45 p.m. Mountain. Good afternoon to all of you Mountain Time Zoners, all of you primetime football-loving Colorado Buffalo fans up there in the great upper uh, central portion of the country, Midwest, the far west, and good morning to everyone on the West Coast, 11.47 a.m. Pacific uh, Daylight Time. That means it is 10.46 in Alaska. Good morning, everyone in Alaska. And 8.46 a.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. Aloha, Waikiki, Maui, the Pearl Harbor Islands, all of the Hawaiian Islands, Honolulu, the capital. Good morning. And... The time will obviously be different when you listen to this results show. Uh, Obviously, by the time you listen to this show, um, the time will be different as the show is recorded. And uh, when you listen to it, it will not be live. So uh, thank you for listening if and when you do listen. Uh, However you support the Prophets Picks Football podcast, thank you for your uh, support. So um, on last night was a Monday night football game and uh, the Giants uh, thought they had some problems going into this football game and they were hoping that they could use this game to work those issues out. The Giants thought they had some uh, issues uh, to clear up and work through uh, before the game on last night and all the Seattle Seahawks did on last night for the New York football Giants is absolutely, completely, and totally wake them up. And when I say wake them up, I mean they were in a nightmare and they did not wake up until the game was over. And I'm pretty sure going through that film on today is not going to be easy. And the first thing I want to notate in this results show is either the Seattle Seahawks defensive line really is that good and possibly arguably even better or the New York Giants offensive line just is really that bad or 
is that the Seattle Seahawks defensive line is just, they're good. They're okay. They're average. They're middle of the pack. They're not great. They're not elite like some of the other defensive lines in the NFL, Seattle Seahawks, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I said Seattle Seahawks. I meant San Francisco 49ers, Philadelphia Eagles, etc. Or is it that the New York football Giants offensive line, they just don't care and they just gave up? Which one is it? And I'm serious as a heart attack right now. This is something to think about because to me on last night, it looked like as if the New York football Giants offensive line, they just gave up. And not only did they give up, but they gave up early on in the game. They didn't want to be out there on the field last night. They didn't feel like they should be out there on the field last night. And the reason why they felt like that is because it was the Seattle Seahawks. They didn't feel like they were going to compete with that Seattle Seahawks defensive line to begin with. Or I'll even throw another idea out there, which I'm pretty sure is a thousand percent not true. But I'm going to throw the idea out there anyways. Seattle, uh, excuse me, not Seattle Seahawks. The New York football Giants offensive line got pissed off at Daniel Jones because of something that was said. Or maybe the offensive line is pissed off at coaching. Mainly Brian Dayball. And they just say, you know what? Screw these guys. Forget it. Was that what happened on last night? Because if it's not anything that I just said concerning the New York Giants offensive lines mentality that they that they did not want to be out there if it's not that if it's not that they're not pissed off at Daniel Jones for whatever reason if it's not that the New York Giants offensive line is pissed off at the coaching staff or the head coach and they say you know what screw these guys if it's not any of those three things that I just named it looked like it it really looked like it on last night it really looked like it on last night you want to know why I looked like it on looked like it on last night because the defensive line had Daniel Jones running for his literal physical mortal human life on last night and this is going to be the final podcast show that has anything to do with the week four by the way I failed to mention that I will give you my overall uh, record as there are a lot of numbers here to go through towards the end of the show. But the bottom line is the Giants, they just looked real bad. They were exposed. You know, it's a combination of a lot of things. And sometimes it's a combination of a lot of things and sometimes it's just the one thing and I'm really hoping and praying that it is not the Giants that screw the head coaching staff screw Brian Dayball screw Daniel Jones screw these guys just let them get destroyed I really hope and pray that it wasn't that because here's the thing if it was that who's to say another NFL franchise is going to sign you to be an offensive lineman on their team even as a backup and you can even argue as a practice squad member most likely they're not going to do that <laughs> which is really sad when you think about it the the New York Giants football team must 
go and find themselves an offensive line and they must do it right now while I am recording this podcast show. The Giants fall to one and three in the NFC East after last night's debacle of an offensive protection for their quarterback display. And Saquon Barkley, if he was in the game, it, I don't think it would have made a difference. It would have been a final of 24 to 14. It honestly should have been a final of a lot more than just 24 points. That's if you ask me. First quarter, Seattle led it 7 nothing. Second quarter, Seattle led it 7 to 3, 14 to 3 at the half. Adjustments was made by the Seattle Seahawks to keep putting their foot on the back of the neck of the New York Giants football team as they decapitated them mercilessly and said this is Sparta and the Seahawks defense as they did in the first quarter they did not give up any points in the third or the fourth Seahawks scored another touchdown in the third quarter making it 21 to 3 and then making it 24 to 3 basically to end the game here's another thing that I took from the game on last night another tat another uh, tidbit that I took from the game on last night uh, the New York Jets are not the New York football Giants and the Giants definitely are not the New York Jets so you Jets fans I want you to listen and I want you to listen good as Kevin Hart says on the Capital One commercials or the uh, what is that sports bet commercials right not Capital One but the sports bet commercial you listen and you listen good New York Jets fans after looking at what Zach Wilson did a couple of nights ago and experiencing Zach Wilson develop right in front of your very eyes and the thoughts that Zach Wilson possibly is the future compared to what happened last night with Daniel Jones and that offensive line because you can argue the Giants offensive line with name recognition position by position left to right tackle guard center guard tackle talent wise is a lot better than the New York football Jets offensive line excuse me and that's even with both of these teams offensive lines healthy a healthy offensive line for the Jets a healthy offensive line for the Giants the Giants talent wise is a lot better right and here's the thing Jets fans you thought you had some issues you thought you guys had problems you guys lost in Sunday Night Football by three points and coming away from that uh, that 20 that three point loss in uh, Sunday Night Football you felt very very good and it's really hard to feel good after a loss but if you're a Jets fan you felt good because there was no quit there was no give up New York Giants fans after that game last night, you don't feel so good. You don't feel so hot. You don't feel so sexy. You don't feel none of that. You had the AFC West versus the AFC East on Sunday Night Football. Monday Night Football, you had the NFC West versus the NFC East last night. And if you're a Giants fan, you do not have any type of um, positive reinforcements after that game on last night. The Seattle Seahawks are second in the NFC West, 3-1. and one. The... 
Seahawks once again won the game 24 to 3. My prediction was Seattle 28, New York Giants 18. Bottom line is I was right. 13 first downs for the Seahawks, 24 points. 6 of 13 through the air, 6 of 13 on the ground. The Giants defense and the Seattle Seahawks defense both made mistakes that awarded the Seahawks offense and the Giants offense first downs. Only one. If you didn't understand that, rewind it so you can hear it again. New York Giants, three points, 17 first downs. So the Giants got more first downs than the Seattle Seahawks. It didn't seem like it. Nine of the 17 through the air, seven of the 17 on the ground. And I already told you the first down by penalties total, which was one for both teams. 12 third downs for the Seattle Seahawks, three converted. 16 third downs for the Giants, six converted. Uh, the Giants went forward on fourth down four times. They converted only two. Seahawks went forward twice on, third, on fourth down, and they did not convert a single one. But quite frankly, they didn't need to. They didn't have to. 51 total offensive plays for 281 total offensive yards. That's rushing and passing. 11 total offensive drives for the Seattle Seahawks, averaging 5.5 yards per play. Um, the New York Giants, 74. 74 total offensive plays. For less yards, 248, that's rushing and passing, one drive more offensively, averaging only 3.4 yards per play. Uh, the Giants also won time of possession, 36 minutes. However, Daniel Jones threw two interceptions and there was a fumble that was lost and the Giants had six penalties for 45 yards. Not good. Seahawks were just a mess early on. Eight total penalties for 74 total penalty yardage. But there was a pick six with 24 minutes time of possession. I don't know who you all dubbed the new prime time. And quite frankly, I don't care who you all dubbed as the new prime time. There's only one Deion Sanders. There's only one prime time. But I'm going to tell you. Last night, that young man, Devon Witherspoon, formerly of the University of Illinois, fighting Illini, he was ex exceptionally spectacular on last night. And I say that with no sarcasm. This young man had a pick six. He had seven total tackles. He had six solo. He sacked Daniel Jones twice. He had two tackles for losses. He had a pass defense in that game on last night. He hit Daniel Jones three times on his own. Devon Witherspoon. And this fits him perfectly because he wore jersey number 21. And it was funny because I was sitting on my futon watching the game. And I said, you know what? This guy is exactly reminiscent the way that he's playing the football game right now with his speed the only thing he didn't do last night was pump returns and kick returns he reminds me of Deion Sanders and right as I was saying Deion Sanders uh, Troy Aikman says this guy is reminiscent of primetime we literally said it I tell you no lie at the same time I was thinking it and I said it out loud to myself and just as I was singing out loud on the live broadcast Troy Aikman said this guy's reminiscent of primetime right now He's wearing the jersey number and everything. And I said, this guy reminds me of Deion Sanders right now. It's prime time tonight. The same exact time that Troy Aikman said it. 
And that reminds me of a few years back when the Buccaneers were slowly but certainly coming back in that game against the Kansas City Chiefs in Tampa Bay during the pandemic year or right before the pandemic year. Well, no, it was during the pandemic year, excuse me. And uh, not Troy Aikman, but Tony Romo said that we probably just seen a Super Bowl preview. And I said right when he was saying right before he said it or as he said that, I said, this is going to be a Super Bowl this is going to be the next Super Bowl. And that's what that reminded me of last night. Devon Witherspoon is mind-blowing. He's amazing. His play was shocking. And that was a really good football team from the University of Illinois last year. I just That's just proof of it. Geno Smith, 13 of 20. He did get injured, missed a few plays. He came back. Uh, he completed... Uh, or should I say he had a total of 110 yards passing. Five for five was his average touchdown pass. He was sacked twice for a loss of 13. Quarterback rating of 31.1. Overall rating of 95.8. Drew Locke, two for six, 63. Ten and a half. He didn't throw any interceptions. He didn't throw any touchdown passes either, which is why his quarterback rating was 81.9. Overall rating of 73.6. So... Pretty good game from the quarterback room for the Seattle Seahawks on last night. Uh, Walker the third and Charbonnet is going to be a killer combination. Walker the third, a rookie last year, was in the talk for rookie of the year last year. Uh, Charbonnet, rookie this year from UCLA. Seahawks as a team, uh, 121 rushing yards, averaging 5.3 per, per rushing touchdown by Walker the third. That was late in the game where it just looked like the Giants just basically gave up. Uh, Seahawks 15 receptions, their tight ends, H-backs, uh, fullbacks, um, running backs, wide receivers, 15 receptions, 173 yards, uh, 11 and a half yards per completion, and DK Metcalf got the touchdown reception. That was the Seahawks offense. The G-Men, 27 for 34 was Daniel Jones, 203 yards passing, average six yards per completion, two interceptions thrown. He was sacked 10 times on last night Paris Campbell on a reverse for the wide receiver uh, razzle dazzle play he was sacked for a loss of 8 yards Dan Jones sacked 10 times for a loss of 59 yards quarterback rating of 22 overall rating of 67 uh, Daniel Jones was the leading rusher as well he was running for his life like a chicken with his head cut off the majority of the time last night uh, 66 yards averaging 6.6 per Giants had no rushing touchdowns as a team they ran for 112 yards though just a really bad game for the Giants last night it's a lot worse than the numbers suggest trust me 27 receptions 203 receiving yards averaging 7.5 per completion no touchdown receptions Daniel Jones fumbled twice he lost one uh, Eric Gray fumbled as well um, teammates for the Giants recovered uh, two of those three fumbles Nick McLeod recovered one and then Azudu recovered one as well I'm pretty sure I butchered his name please forgive me Joshua uh, Bobby Akurwake 10 total tackle 6 solo for the New York football Giants the former Indianapolis Colt 2 tackles for a loss and a pass defense uh, just a bad game last night for the Giants. Bottom line, bad game. 
uh, Seattle Seahawks. Bobby Wagner, a one-year contract to be with the Rams last year, showed the Seahawks what they were missing. A one-year contract with the Seattle Seahawks, the team that drafted him so many moons ago. 17 total tackles, 9 solo, 2 sacks, 2 tackles for a loss, 2 quarterback hits. The former New York Giant Julian Love, 10 tackles, 6 solo. Jordan Brooks, third, second year, third year linebacker, 10 total tackles, 4 solo, 2 sacks, a tackle for a loss, quarterback hit. I already told you Devon Witherspoon's name. This defense is going, and I think I mentioned this before. It was either this team or another team. I'm pretty sure it was this team. But the Seattle Seahawks defense reminds me right now with Pete Carroll a lot like those last four to five seasons for Tom Brady and Foxborough. Those Bill Belichick defenses where the Patriots won in the month of September, but their defense was not playing its best. And in the month of October, that's when the Patriots defense with Bill Belichick really turned up the heat. That was the Seahawks last night. Defense, I'm telling you, that was their defense. And I want you to rewind what I just said because I did not say that Geno Smith is Tom Brady. That is not what I said. So you need to rewind it a few minutes and play it back. And if you need to do that simultaneously and repeat that a few times, then by all means do so because that is not what I said. What I said was, and I'm pretty sure it was the Seattle Seahawks. I mentioned this the other day. The Seattle Seahawks defense Right now, they're starting off slow. Last year, they started off slow. Okay, there are a lot of new faces. There are a lot of key pieces, but there are some veteran uh, leaders on that defense that has been in the league for six, seven double-digit years if you're Bobby Wagner. And Julian Love's a former Giant. That was a huge loss for the Giants defense and he came back as Malcolm X said the chickens came home to roost on last night Julian Love came home to roost last night and uh yeah just was not a good showing and the lunch hour here is almost over I need to save myself a few minutes so that I can actually eat in this lunch hour and this has been the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Monday Night Football, the results. My prediction, Seattle 28, the G-Man 18, and the actual final score was Seattle 24, the G-Man 3. Seahawks did me one better. They just shorted me my four points. Do not use my show to gamble. Giants in second place in the NFC East. Beg your pardon. Giants are in fourth place. NFC East, one and three. I was looking at the NFC West. NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks are in second place at three and one. After five weeks of play, my prime time record. Last night was a prime time game, by the way. 13 and one. It's the best record I've ever had in prime time. I am 4-0 in Sunday Night Football, 6-0 because of a couple of Monday Night Football double hitters. I swept both of those, both of those weeks. 2-0, 2-0, back-to-back weeks there. 6-0 is my total. If you do the math, trust me, I'm 6-0. You can go back and listen to the shows as well. Um, 3-1 am I on Thursday Night Football. This past Sunday, I went 9-3 in the daytime compared to going 6-6 six six a couple of weeks ago. And then in week 5, 
beg your pardon, in week four, because we're on the cusp of week five, I went 12 and four. Now, I did go back because I wanted to make certain that my numbers were correct and I wasn't cheating myself or cheating you all with my reported numbers. And I was missing a loss. There was missing a game that I got incorrectly. So I counted up one of the weeks incorrectly. And I think that was week two. I went back and checked that this morning before sun came up. So instead of being 10 and five that week, I was actually 10 and six. So just one loss off instead of being 44 and 19 because I didn't give myself an extra win. I just didn't count a loss. So instead of being 44 and 19, I'm actually 44 and 20 as we sit here on a Tuesday, October the 3rd. 2023 once again my overall record on the season primetime games included with sunday games played in the daytime i have predicted 44 games correctly 22 beg your pardon not 22 20 incorrectly and on sunday i went 12 and 4 which is a pretty good record when you count the primetime games with all of the sunday games and guess what bye weeks hate bye weeks those are less games that are played and not only are those less games played but that is also less room for error for me so yeah the bye weeks start this week week five and once again i'm 13 and one in prime time and i am 44 and 20 overall on the very young nfl season and pretty soon it's going to be an old nfl season and we're going to be crying because we know that the nfl season is coming to an end so we're indulging in it and then we're enjoying it every single play and last night game was absolutely and totally exciting for me not that i am a seahawks fan cuz i'm not but it was exciting because you just don't see that many defensive plays like that in an NFL game. You see it on Madden all the time, right? You see it on the video game all the time. You don't see what you saw last night in real life. Devon Witherspoon just took that game over. And I hope Pete Carroll was paying attention. Because if he was, Godspeed for Devon Witherspoon. And I say that because I don't want him to get hurt. Hopefully he still stays healthy. We're going to see a lot more of him throughout the year. And he'll probably end up being the defensive rookie of the year. Everybody stay safe out there. 24 to 3. Seahawks over the New York football Giants. My prediction 28 to 18. Seahawks over the New York football Giants. What is the point? I was right. Perfect on Monday Night Football. I'm enjoying it for as long as possible. Because I know eventually I'm going to get one of these night's wrong Sunday or Monday night right now I'm perfect I want to stay that way but it's not going to be that way everybody stay safe out there one